Episode 207 Above Ground Podcast, In Through the Outdoor, with Brian Cavanaugh. Disclaimer, the hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means medical professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose... We can all begin to build the foundation for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the peer perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. Hey, what is up everyone? Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Above ground podcast because you can't serve below. No, you cannot, sir. Good <laughs> evening, good day, whatever, however you want to address the setting of the sun, the raising of the moon, and the dawning of the next day. <laughs> that's that's for sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit more than I was looking for, but go right, ahead, well, sorry, a little over traumatic. I don't know why. It just kind of struck. So I just kind of went with probably, it. Probably could be the, the energy that we have here in the uh in the Zoom with us is uh Brian Cavanaugh. He's a director of admissions for the Center for Natural Wellness School of Massage Therapy. And uh we just happened to be this Sunday, which is June 4th. There is a health and wellness fair at, in Albany, New York, 14 Computer Drive West, Albany, New York. And Brian is here to talk a little bit about the school and what we're going to expect and how he got um, into the whole thing. So, Brian, thank you for joining us. My, my pleasure. I'm happy to be here, gentlemen. Yes. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for taking time out of your evening after, you know, doing all your duties today and you know, whatever else you get to do to unwind, sir. Well, it, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do to, to, to refill the well and take care of yourself, you know, that's, that's what it's about. That's it tends to be a, a different things for different days. It's one of the things we do teach at the school is to teach the students to uh, take care of themselves, uh, you know, refill their own well and take care of themselves. So they're able to take care of their clients effectively. You point at me. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, I was pointing at Timmy because uh, I was trying to get you because you were trying to answer something. I think I, was, I caught I was, you off. Oh, it's all right. No, no, I was just writing something down. Um, Brian, the amateur to throw a monkey wrench into the system. <laughs> we're amateurs. It's all good, man. <laughs> um, can you just tell us a little bit about maybe some background? What brought you? You had mentioned that you were a student of the school in 2003. So if you could just kind of maybe what brought you to the school yeah. and then how you went through the school and now what you're doing now and and all that goodness. Yeah, I was, uh, I was back in 2003. I, uh, I actually researched it for quite a while before I decided to, uh, to do it. And I quite honestly, wasn't really that familiar with the, with alternative forms of, of, of medicine and healing and uh, the holistic community in general wasn't very knowledgeable about it. So when I paid $95 for an hour of massage, that's what got my attention at first. And then when I did some research, found out there's, you know, a lot more to it than I, I thought, you know, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, get, you know, become a massage therapist. What's that, you know, a couple weekend classes and I'll be, uh, get my license and I'll get paid $95 an hour. Well, oh, oh, contraire. It's a thousand hours of education New York state requires. So, uh, 
I went to the school. I took the evening, uh, part-time evening classes, which was 22 months, worked full-time during the day. Uh, I did the marathon route. We have a full-time day program that's nine months, but I took the, took the evening. And I graduated and was such a, a profound experience for me, such a positive uh, experience for my life that I, I wanted the, the experience of the school to continue. So I did pretty well as a student. And uh, I, I soon after graduating, be, uh, started working at the school and uh, worked my way into one point or another. I've been there pretty much ever since and uh, have taught just about every class there at one time or another. And now I'm on the administrative end of things. And and have switched over also to uh, the director of admissions. So I'm handling admissions now at the school. It's been, a, it's been, a, it's been an incredible journey uh, the last 20 years, and uh, uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I told a lot of people, you know, when I graduated from the school, if, if I never did another massage again, I'd still go through the experience again. It was that positive of an experience for me, uh, uh, for me. What was, I, was there anything specific as far as the, <clears throat> the positive experiences? Was it did you now? And did, was it strictly massage, or was there any other kind of? Um, I mean, obviously, you have to learn certain things, but like, was there any other holistic approaches included? Or well, was this- we do. New York State requires a thousand hours of education, and uh, you know, they're like, here's X amount of hours you need. You have to. It's very science intensive, also anatomy and physiology, myology and kinesiology neurology, pathology, very, very, New York is very uh, science intensive with their requirements for uh, your licensing. So New York State says, here's X amount of hours, what you have to put out there. And then here's some handful of extra hours, you can throw in some electives that you want. And that's where we put in some of the different modalities that are not required by New York State, but it gives you a little taste of some other things like, you know, a sports massage, reflexology, polarity, and energy work, and things like that. So, uh, for me, it was both the uh, just the experience myself and being part of that community, and and the emphasis on on self care and uh, and getting in touch with yourself and and personal growth. In addition to changing people's lives with the work that I do, it's just uh, I, there's just no way to describe. Uh, how rewarding it is when you know somebody comes into you and uh, you know has been, has been in discomfort for years and they've tried everything, uh, you know, uh, chiropractor, physical therapy, cortisone shots, and then they walk out of your office in tears because you were the only one who could help them. I, you can't, you, you you just can't describe that feeling. It's really really rewarding, and you get paid to do it. <laughs> You can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very cool, man. I've I I experience that daily now because I've changed careers and course of my <clears> careers. <throat> now I actually work directly in mental health every day. So that's like excellent. I'm doing I'm doing what I really wanted to do. So I'm very grateful every day when I wake up. You know, the you- thing is too is that uh, uh, Bill and and Tim. One of the things that's a part of the curriculum there is you are required to do a pathology project. Uh, we ah. call back when I went there was a called we called it our 20 25 hour project we were required took us 20 we had to spend 25 hours doing it and document them my project was the physio- physiological effects of massage therapy on people with depression and anxiety so kind of ties in nicely with with what with what you gentlemen are doing so wow do you have a white paper for that or anything 
I, I, I don't have it. That was 20 years ago. So I don't oh, know. All right. I, 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 can dig it out I didn't know if you ever like ever converted that like later on, especially as, over the last 10 years with the spotlight on mental health, like how that may not have been dusted off out of your, out of your catalog, man. Well, I bring it up consistently at the school with, with students because, because one of the things I discovered in my, in my research uh, one of the first things I discovered is the Northeast was typically about 10, 15 years behind the rest of the country when it came to alternative forms of, of healing and, and, and approaches to, to healing and medicine. But most of the research being done was also not in the Northeast, you know, Florida, a lot of Florida colleges and some colleges out West were doing uh, research and, uh, on the effects of the physiological effects of massage therapy on people with depression and anxiety. And one of the things they discovered in one of the studies, they actually uh, monitored the physiological effects on the therapist who was treating the people with depression and anxiety and found that the physiological effects were virtually identical for the therapist and the client. So, wow. Again, you know, I mean, uh, it's a win-win, man. It's a win-win. It's a win. That's awesome. It's energy work, man. You're transmuting a lot of energy back and forth in that relationship and that time that you're together, regardless of what type of massage you're getting. No question about it. And, you know, one of the things that we do also is, you know, uh, it's, we help, we're, we're a conduit, really. We help our clients heal themselves, really. Um, uh, you know, I tell my students all the time, you know, when you do something in class and they see the results of, of something that you're doing and you're like, wow, look at, look at the results of that and everything. And they think, you know, they're, they're looking at you like, wow, look at what that guy can do. It's, no, it's not anything I'm doing. You, you're going to be able, you're going to do the exact same thing that I'm doing. And you are basically um, just, a, like I said, a, a conduit. You're, uh, you're a, uh, a vessel, um, really a tool that your client can use to help themselves. And part of that is, you know, when you are working with clients who um, are suffering uh, with depression, and anxiety, and things like that, you have to be careful yourself also that you don't, uh, you know, are not over sympathetic and opening yourself up to absorb some of that energy. You have to, you have to take care of yourself in situations like that also. Yeah. Guarding yourself from other people's energy yeah. is very important, especially when you're an energy healer and that's what you do. And that's your specialty. Was there something because you were working and going to school part-time, was there something that shifted in your life that made you shift into massage therapy? Was it something, was the, the experience of having massage yourself or it was, well, you know, like I said, first, Will, it was, it was, Wow, I paid $95 for an hour massage. And just the money and it was a money and, thing. Yeah. Okay. It, it is really, I but like I said, I really it wasn't, I didn't know anything about massage at that point. All right. It now seems do you, like something that's pretty, pretty cool way to 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 make some money. The hours look flexible. It looks it just it as I was researching it and as I went into the school and literally on a weekly basis, that whole just mindset shifted from this is this is a great way to make money as wow i can really change some people's lives here wow this can be a really incredibly rewarding self-fulfilling career and it just 
and as the and I enjoyed the the 22 months. Um, you know, it's a bit of a marathon. Yeah, sure. So nine month program is boom, you're done, you're ready to go. But I felt those 22 months really allowed me to absorb the experience of of the school and the whole community and uh uh you know massage in general and a lot of my work is is intuitive i trust uh my intuition i've you know and that's something that's learned over a period of time also um i trust that my hands go where they need to go where my client needs to work the most i trust uh my intuition when it tells me I need to back off a little bit and just hang and 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 do a hold in this area and and let uh, let my energy do the work and it's not a conscious thought it's not like oh uh, you know hold your hands over it and direct my lightning bolts through my fingertips or anything like that you know it's just a again allowing myself to be a conduit and uh i'll give you an example what i tell my clients i go look you know when we're on the table and i'm working on it and i find that spot which i will and you're like wow there's that spot that finally i get get it out of me get rid of it get go away go away just get that mindset out of your head and approach it from a an aspect of rather than trying to make it go away and this is the way i do it also I don't try to make their issues go away. I give it permission to leave. And I ask my clients to do the same thing. Let it leave. Give it permission to go. Don't try to make it go. Um, and it's the same thing with, you know, when you're putting things out to the universe that you want to attract. You don't say to the universe, give it to me, give it to me. You open yourself up and allow it to come in, if that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. It's That's awesome. Definitely. Like how long were you working and and mm -hmm. into the process before you noticed the effects that it had on yourself because you had talked about the reward you know for self doing it well I, almost immediately okay almost immediately i could i could tell the difference in how i felt after i gave massages um to people and i'm not going to lie you know there's a little bit of a you know the ego's involved here as a massage therapist, to me, I, I want to hear that from my, I want to hear my clients say how great they feel afterwards. Yeah, that makes me feel good. I'm not going to lie. My my main focus is to to help my clients improve their their day to day lives. Um, but the reward for me is I, I get to see them leave walking upright. I get to see them leave with that crease between their eyeballs gone because. They're not all tense and they're nice and relaxed now. And, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's very rewarding. You know, you, I, I walk around feeling a little better the rest of the day after doing something like that. So selfishly speaking, uh, you know, I do benefit as much as my clients do. And uh, so, yeah, I do it for me also. I'm not going to lie. No, that's no, that's great. You mentioned it. And you, I think you even in the studies and learning about it, it was, it was even said. So, I yeah. just uh, wanted to touch on that a bit. I, I want to come back to the the paper or whatever it was that you did on the how the effect the positive effects it can have on depression and people uh -huh. with you know that that experience depression. Can you maybe just rip off like some top two or three that um, the positive effects that it can yeah. have? Well, one of the main things for me is, uh, and and you know, I am I am a 
I do not like medication. I don't like to take medication. I don't even take uh, Advil when I have a headache. You know, I try to avoid that even at all costs. One of the biggest things for me that stood right out right from the get-go was the fact that the studies have shown that uh, with massage therapy, people with depression and anxiety have been able to cut back on their medication and in some instances actually eliminate it. That's what the studies showed. That's just unbelievable to me uh, because I, I'm a, I just really, uh, I sit there with my wife watching TV and watch all the pharmaceutical commercials come on one after the other, a new drug. Every night you see something on there and it drives me insane that all these uh, pharmaceutical companies are, you know, have all these medications out there that uh, are designed to be taken <laughs> endlessly, not to cure anything, just to, just uh, to make money. That's all. It's a cycle. So um, <clears throat> anytime that uh, we're able to uh, eliminate uh, any type of pharmaceutical drug taking by a client is a good day in my book. Absolutely. I, and would you, and this is just me, like that actually doesn't really surprise me that much because I see some of these, like, uh, you know, whether it's, it's tense muscles or whether you're having spasm, I see those as actually like symptoms from the depression. Like when your body's out of sync there, you know what I mean? There's no equilibrium and, and you're going to have the different cogs in the machine, like broken or cracked and they're going to, it's not going to work properly. So I, I, I can see that hundred percent. Well, here's an interesting thing too. So one thing that I, I tell my, my clients about also, and especially people who are, are suffering with depression and anxiety, uh, I teach them some breathing exercises to do, uh, how to, how to do some, some conscious breathing. Um, because there's, have you ever heard of reciprocal inhibition? Okay, so that's a technique I use when I'm massaging sometimes too to help muscles relax a little bit. In its simplest term, if you look at the bicep and tricep, the bicep flexes, you know, you bring, you know, you bend your elbow, okay? So if you bend your elbow, the opposing muscle, the tricep, right, is lengthening. You got, you got, that's your opposing muscle right there. So if I've got a tight muscle in the, in the bicep, I want, I can play a little trick on that muscle if it's being tense and it won't relax for me. I engage the opposing muscle in a way that causes the target muscle to relax. You see, if you, if you, if you don't have that tricep relaxed enough, the elbow won't bend because the muscle's too tight. Now, that all circles back to deep, purposeful breathing slow, steady, nice breathing, does reciprocal inhibition on every muscle in the body. So you literally physically cannot help but relax by slowing, taking nice, slow, deep breaths. It's impossible for your muscles not to relax. So uh, it's just a huge tool to use for people. You can teach them these things and, and teach them the right way to do it. They can catch themselves when they're having you know episodes or whatever it may be and kind of breathe themselves down if that makes sense <clears throat> yeah it, may, it makes perfect sense and and i can attest to it just because i have done that in the past purpose you know for for my own you know my own reasons i have tried to you know as i get a little bit further in this journey i have gained some more mindfulness and as i see something approaching as i feel myself getting escalated 
I try to focus more on the breathing and do some shakes. Sometimes I'll like clench my fists and then let go and then do some breathing just to kind of, you know, in my head, I'm like tricking the body and, and being like, Hey, there's no threat. Look, see, I'm calm. That's a hundred percent with it. You're trick, you're tricking your, uh, well, you're not necessarily tricking the body. I don't look at it as in tricking the body. You're teaching the body. Okay. How, how to trick, trick the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I like that. I like that. And uh, that's, that's just great that you're able, that you have a tool for yourself that, that works. And, you know, a lot of times uh, students and clients will say, well, what technique works the best? What, 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 what did, well, whatever works, works. Right. I love it. Many, many, perfect, many different approaches. And like you said, not everything's going to work the same way, the same time, all the time. Absolutely. hundred percent. What's a, what's another one that you got for us for the, for, you know, the benefits of massage therapy for people with depression? Well, I, you know, um, trying to think of some of the other, um, how that all kind of, if you don't, I, I didn't want to put you on the spot. I just, I, no, I think no, that, not at all. Not at all. It, it was, it was 20 years ago. You know? No, I know. That's why I'm saying, <laughs> that's why I'm saying I didn't want to, but, um, I just, you know, for we, what we were just, it's funny because we were just talking about tools and that's, you know, we, yeah. we try to focus a lot on that here on above ground is, you know, we talk about tips and tools that can help and, and, you know, also stress the fact that, you know, Hey, you know what, it's, it's good to take this tool it may not work for you now, but put it in your tool belt and maybe it'll, you know, it'll surface at some point in your, in your life and it'll work for you then, you know? Well, you know, it's it's all, if you can get your client just that one time, just that one time to, to be able to notice the change. If all you need is that little bite, that little bit to show them and it snowballs from there. It, It does, you know, that, that, and, and, you know, positive, uh, you know, positive things and positive thoughts and and uh, positive feelings can snowball just as much as negative ones. You know, if you're able to 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 guide them the right way. And um, you know, we're not you know we're not pretending we're psychologists or psychiatrists or anything like that. We're just saying, hey, this is here are some tools you can use to physically uh, make yourself feel better. To uh, to help improve your, your blood pressure, your circulation, increase your white blood cell count. It's, it's just endless, the benefits of massage. And um, when you can start feeling well physically, that, that manifests mentally also and vice versa. So they feed off of each other. As you, as you research the depression and the anxiety part, was there did you notice any particular body parts that were particularly prone to that? I mean, is it really back pain is, or is it, or is it really prone to the person or is it more of an emotional connection? Like they do say about a lot of that type of pain. Have you found? Uh, there's certainly um, uh, emotions that are held physically. What was that? What, one of my, <laughs> my favorite lines from one of my favorite movies, the Godfather. Yeah. Was the, the Godfather part three, where he's, the, he's saying confession to the priest and the priest says, oh, when the, when the mind suffers, the body cries out. And wow. What a really, really, really true statement that is, you know, when the mind suffers, the body does cry out. And if you don't have a way to cry out when the mind is suffering, if you do not have a release, 
it's going to be stored somewhere. It's going to be kept somewhere. And you don't want it in your head. And so what does your head do? It puts it, tucks it somewhere where you're not going to think about it. And that's usually somewhere in the body. And that can be just about anywhere. For me, my spot is an attachment area for levator, uh, levator scapula. It's the, the, the scapula, um, it attaches on the side of the neck and, uh, on the top of the scapula and it literally raises the scapula well right where it attaches on the scapula when i get mentally stressed when i start to you know whatever it may be whether it's traffic whether it's you know that just screams and fires on me and it feels I, at that point i swear if somebody came up and said i have a knife right here and i can cut that out right now and make that go i'd say get it cut it out right now take it that's how intense the discomfort is. And for me, that, that's a mental thing. That's when I'm mentally stressed, that's where I feel it. Some people, it's their low back. Some people, it's their pecs. Some people, it's their hips. It, and some people, it's, and, and it can move. It can move a lot too. So uh, another thing that we talk a lot about in massage therapy is also where the discomfort is, isn't necessarily where the problem is. So often you'll be working on somebody and, you know, they're like, oh, I'm feeling this incredible discomfort in my neck and shoulders back here. Um, and uh, you go in, you start working on their pecs, which intuitively you're like, well, what are they, they're working on my pecs? It's my neck and shoulders that hurt. And then you get in there and you start working on the pecs and they're like, I feel that all the way in my back. And it's a trigger point. So uh, you work on that area a little bit and all of a sudden their discomfort in a completely different area goes away and they think you're some type of magician, but it's, you know, this is what we teach. Uh, there's, there's reasons for it. Uh, it's that, that black magic. It is. It's that black magic. <laughs> as, as someone who receives acupuncture from someone who is very familiar with your school by the name of Greg St. Clair. Oh, Greg. I love Greg. Yes. Brian, we are going to talk about this big event that we're going to be at. Today. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward. We're going to be down on. We're going to be down in Albany, man. Uh, looking forward to having you guys there. Really appreciate it. That's it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a lot of going to be a lot of traffic. We got some great vendors. Awesome. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Well, it's from ten to four. It's on Sunday, June fourth. Um, it's right at the school, fourteen Computer Drive West. There's computer drive east also. I gotta, I always emphasize that. I tell people where it is. I I spell West in capital letters. Um yeah, I told Timmy to take a right at Denoyer. <laughs> well, because if, if you're heading if you're heading south, yeah, you take a right at Denoyer. And we've got you know the vendors spread out uh throughout the whole school. So you'll be able to go in and uh get a good look at the school and check out our student clinic. And, uh, you know, visit all the vendors. We've got lots of vendors with that are some are selling things. We've got uh, uh, other vendors that are going to be there tr doing treatments. We've got some a uh, couple psychics. We've got some people doing uh, card readings. Uh, NAMI, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, is going to be there. We're really, really excited about having them there. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be this. This is I, I, I feel this is our most ambitious health fair yet. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. Awesome. As are we. I think, you know, this is great. And I'm, I'm glad that our paths have crossed. And I, I'm glad that we were able to get this in, you know, to also help 
you know, hype up the uh, the fair itself, but also to let people know here in the 518 that, you know, it's there. I, I mean, I've lived here my whole life. I, you know, I don't know how new the school is, but you said you went there in 2003. I had no idea that that it was even there. So just to try and yeah. get the word out. And, um, you know, it's also like you said, with all these different vendors, you know, if there's life code coaching sessions and sound healing meditations, you know, so just to get more people exposed to this stuff. And, uh, you know, that's, again, that's kind of what we like to try to do is just let people know that there's, there's other tools out there to, you know, keep them on the wellness side of the scale. Yeah. I mean, especially with everything that's going on in the world, you say it's getting, it's harder and harder to, you know, uh, take care of yourself mentally. Uh, you know, you see it when you're driving, you see it when you're even just doing shopping or in the, in the supermarket or whatever like that. It's, you know, you can, you can feel things are different, you know, people are different. And, uh, this is just a really, it's, it's just a really great way to help cope with some of the mental stress that's going on in the world today is, uh, you know, I mean, how many people have the opportunity to have a healing touch, uh, influence, you know, their mental well-being, you know, the, to have that, that positive, um, it's, it's just uh, from a, from a practitioner, a practitioner that knows what they're doing, um, it's, I just have no other way to explain it other than it's, it's, it's life transforming. It really is. Um, I've, I've really, really, uh, been able to, to help a lot of people with the work that I do and the students, uh, you know, you hear the stories that they tell when they come back to the school after they've been out there in the field for a while. And then they go, wow, this is just, and you see it when they post on Facebook, this is the greatest decision I ever made. I love, 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 love my career. Um, I see it all the time from, from former students, you know, 10, 15 years later, and they're still saying the same thing. So uh, yeah, we're changing, awesome. changing the world one massage at a time. That's our, that's our philosophy. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, we're trying to do the same thing, you know, one conversation at a time and yeah. uh, you know, we're using as, as us now you, you use the term conduit and I, I never really chose a word, but I always used to say we're like that nacho chip that, you know, helps bring salsa to the people, you know, I like and that uh, yeah, but I, I think that, I think we, you know, the world, as you were just saying, the world needs these, these healers, these practitioners that are out there, you know, kind of not only encouraging wellness, but helping people achieve it. Cause you know, there's, there's not enough of them out here. So, there's so many things that you get. And one of the and, things, that and can I just mention one other thing before? Yeah not to cut you off, but not to mention the inspiration that you took from going to school there, that you wanted to work there. You yeah. can pass an inspiration on to others that want to get into the field or you know what I mean? Who knows what they exactly. want to do? So it opens up their minds to all kinds of stuff, which is awesome. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and, you know, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's just such a positive, it's just such a positive thing. And, uh, and such a great way to be able to uh, uh, to to just change people's lives, um, you know, their daily lives, the quality of their daily life. It's just really, really incredibly rewarding. And uh, I'm, I like I said, if I never did another massage, I would I'd go back to I do the school again. I would do go through the whole process again. Yeah, it was it was that that rewarding. And even in, even when I was in school, the people I worked on while I was in school, it was really awesome. Um, even as a student, you can see the the difference you can make in people's lives as you're learning. 
Do you know, I mean, I don't know if you had to do it with your training or, or do you maybe just acquire some of this um, wisdom throughout your years there. Um, can you kind of tell us a little bit about reflexology? Um, that's not one of my specialties. Okay. Okay. Reflexology is uh, working on the bottom of the feet. Yeah. Certain areas, the bottom kind of, of like the pressure feet. points, right? Is that what it is? And they, yeah. they are directly related to like the liver or the kidneys, exactly. whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, you've got all these nerves that are coming from the, the spine, that nerve at the bottom of your foot. It didn't originate in your ankle or somewhere. It originated all the way up at the other end of the body. Um, so if you think about it, you're putting pressure on that, on the bottom of the toe, on that nerve. Well, that's not just going to affect the bottom of the toe. So, um, you know, the, each area of the of the bottom of the feet correlates to a different area of the body and um you know the fact that it's not a specialty of mine does nothing to do with the fact that i can still go and do reflexology and put those uh you know apply that pressure to those areas in the bottom of the feet and affect change so it's not a specialty of mine but i absolutely do reflexology on occasion you know yeah it, it's your intention, Tim and Will. I'm going to say this. This is the main part about massage is your intention. What, what is your intention as a massage therapist? You can literally two, do two identically physical massages on the same person and have your intention be different each time. That person is going to experience a different massage, even though physically they're receiving the same massage. It sounds it sounds almost not really believable, but I've seen it in action. It's going now, back to I, I was just sorry, just as someone who likes energy and stuff, I understand why I could see where it would appear that way. I don't understand how it's done, but I appear that I could see where it would appear that way because I'm an energy guy. So I could see where it would disappear if it wasn't. Well, let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you be different each time because of the intention. Yeah. That you I'm going to tell you it. one story that's going to really just encompass everything for you right here. So I, one of the, one of the things I did in my, in my studies too, is I, I discovered this experiment that was done um, with these individuals who were doing experiments and doing lab work on DNA. They took these scientists who were working on the DNA and uh, they took 10 scientists on one side, 10 scientists on the other side, and they each gave them DNA to do experiments on, lab work on. One group of 10, they've trained them to focus nothing but negative thoughts on projecting onto the DNA as they were doing the work. The other group, they had them do nothing but focus on positive thoughts, you know, you know, positive, you know, happiness, joy, um, all, all things good. The people who were focusing the negative energy on the DNA as they were working, they found that the DNA was folding in on itself and crumbling up. The people who were doing the work and focusing the positive aspects, positive energy on the DNA, the DNA was opening up and lengthening. Then they took the negative DNA gave it to the people who had the positive energy and the DNA reversed itself. So yeah, your intentions are everything in massage. 
I read an article online. That's how I, it was quite a few years ago. So I'm not sure the name of the person who did it, but it was like, wow, that just that's scientific proof that what we've been saying. Is I know, true. I, I know. True. And people still don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because for years, guys, we've been saying this for decades. We've been saying this. We are affecting people's uh, people on a cellular level. We're affecting people with our energy, with our intention. We are making a difference. And bam, here you go. Here's scientific proof. There you go. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's great. That's perfect. Yes, Brian, <laughs> Brian, we can't wait to be a part of Sunday. It's going to be great. And thank you guys enough for, for allowing me to talk about the school here and massage. And really, really thank you for all the work that you're doing and getting the message out there, mental health, and uh, and for, for being there uh, at the job fair on uh, on June 4th, really appreciate it immensely. Oh, it's going to be great. And I'm, uh, I'm, you know, we've done some stuff with NAMI and I've been affiliated with NAMI a little bit uh, over the years, uh, doing some stuff with them also. Um, so it'll be great to see them also there and, and it'll be great to have us. And we're so privileged to be there and it's awesome. We're so grateful that you're, that you're having it. It's awesome. We can't wait to meet everybody. Timmy, let's, uh, let's wrap this puppy up, buddy. So, Brian, we usually uh, wrap it up with three questions. The first sure. of the three is, do you have a favorite or a least favorite word? A favorite or a least favorite word? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite word is love. There you go. A least favorite would be any or? You might as well go with the opposite of that, right? Okay. Eight. Okay. That's an easy, that's, that's an easy one. That was an, what's the third question? <laughs> well, the second question. Let's oh. see what happens. Let's see what happens with the second question first. <laughs> the third, the third question I think you're gonna like a lot, but the second question is what has the career of massage and the study of massage and energy work taught you about yourself? Well, um, it taught me I'm capable of a lot more than I ever thought I was capable of, um, including uh, healing myself. Uh, I never thought that that was possible. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I it just been, uh, that's, that's probably the, the biggest thing, um, you know, and I'm a much more compassionate person than I thought I was too. I care more about people than I, than I realized. All I needed to do was do a couple of massages and I'm like, wow, I really, I really, really, really want to help this person. And I never, never was cognizant of that before that's awesome may i ask you and feel mm -hmm. free to say no or whatever but was there something major that you had to heal from or did was stuff just coming up as you learned like was this just become this well because you said that as you got deeper into it you just became happier and you just wanted to be around it and you just could see all these positive things so did it, it must've brought something up that you needed to heal. Was it something serious? Well, I, I don't know if it was specifically one thing, um, but as far as the trauma goes, yeah, I grew up with six sisters. How much more traumatic can you get than that? Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're the only boy, I have one brother. I have oh, one. okay. Oh, well you got to share in the pain that at least, yeah. at least you had a partner in crime and it was cool. Cause you had the dynamic duo going on. You didn't right, have to share. Exactly. Like <laughs> I had four sisters before he came along, but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, 
I don't, I don't know if it was, uh, you know, I, I'll be quite honest with you. You know, I had a, a Catholic upbringing and uh, I went to Catholic grade school and I'm just going to say nuns and then we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so yeah, there's a, I think everybody has on some level um, some type of childhood trauma that uh, has influenced their life uh, growing up uh, on some level. So uh, I, I think anytime you can, uh, you know, look back at your past and, and see how some of the things that have happened in your life influence you today and make changes where you need to and embrace where you need to, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with being self-aware and, uh, um, you know, giving yourself a kick in the pants where you, where you, when you need to, and uh, also giving yourself a hug when you need to. Well said. Love it. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. You know, Much appreciated, you know, man. The, the best thing that you can do for other people is look within and heal yourself. That's the best thing you could do. I mean, we, we talk about that all the time. You talk, well, how can I be there for my kids? How can I be right. there for my partner? That's how, a, yeah. well, be there for yourself. Um, put, the mask, put the mask on you first. Yeah. Take a look in the mirror. So the last question, Brian, if there was something that you would like to see done or that you could do for mental health as a whole without any kind of restraint, what would it be? Find a way for people to not have to take all these pharmaceutical medications. I've, I've been around people who have suffered severely from depression and anxiety. And uh, as a matter of fact, I, I dated a woman for quite some time who, who had severe depression and anxiety was actually uh, 100% on 100% social security disability for it actually had shock treatment done and things of this nature for, so I, what would make me happy and, and, and what I would like to see for mental health is to find a way to get people off all that medication that they're, that they're taking the cocktail of drugs that they give people to find a, you know, and, and I do believe that there's probably there's, in some search situations, extreme situations where uh, temporarily um, it, it, it could probably help people temporarily to, you know, at least get them going in the direction they need to be going in. But these people are to make it a, a, a cocktail of drugs for the rest of their lives, for them to be able to live on a day to day basis, to me, is unacceptable. I, I, that's the only way I can put it. No, that's another mic drop, man. I, I I agree with the, like, I do feel that, you know, some people need, you need medication to get you to a certain level or a certain point because, uh, you know, I know for myself when I was, you know, I crashed through rock bottom and I, I couldn't grasp on some of these concepts. Like I didn't even know that you could do things to like make your life better. You know what I mean? So you have to get on some level where you can retain some information and do, you know, understand what's going on. But yes, um, it's not for me. I, I don't think, you know, I would like to say the same thing. It's not meant to, you know, be a permanent thing, like temporary use it as, as needed and do these other, you know, as I like to say, routine maintenance things, you know, maybe get a massage once a month or, you know, check out reflexology. It's, you know, th these other modalities that are out there, you know, it, it just, you know, changing the, your lifestyle as far as eating and, and, and maybe healthy sleeping I, patterns take a, take a while i know i was just watching a thing today actually um and i mean dr amen it's a he's a legit doctor so but he said that there was studies with um it was kids done with kids 
with uh, ADD and they changed their diet and like almost like 70% of them, like it would totally like either got rid of it or reduced it dramatically. I, I, do, I have no doubt a hundred percent. I say that all the time that um, if, if diet, probably 95% of the pathologies out there could be avoided or, or treated with a proper diet. I firmly, firmly believe that. I really, really do. And you know, if there was more, we need more people like you guys out there just getting the message out there and spreading the word that there are alternatives to Western medicine or pharmaceutical medicines to treat, you know, mental health. There's other alternatives. There are. And, and the message has to be out there. You're right. And it's guys like you putting that message out there. It's awesome. Yeah, truly. We kind of cover all sides because I, I, I see the other side of that coin in my professional side which i won't talk about right now but um and unfortunately there are necessary things that have to happen for some individuals to exist in in the world and unfortunately our case homeopath our homeopath does our homeopathic ways just can't fix some of that stuff and it's just it's it's too bad it can't it can certainly help it can certainly help but it's hard enough to yeah. generate it's hard enough to generate enough motivation in some individuals who are institutionalized and stuff too because yeah you know, that's a little different story than having you know somebody like my sister is a nurse and she says you know well brian if you were a kid today they'd have you on so much riddlin you yeah know, <laughs> that might be true because of the that way I was, when I was a kid but i'm like i think I, they try to treat the kid out of the kid now sometimes yeah. too much because and again though you gotta you you also gotta realize where some of these kids are coming from man and they're coming into your services and depending yeah. on where you're and depending on where you're seeing them and who they're seeing yeah right right yeah i mean here, here also, you, you got a different view of the world if you're coming in to see your private practice doctor in gilderland you do into a county clinic you know what right. i mean so yeah it's, it is a different it's a unfortunately it's a different world for I those think kids too the system itself focuses more on on healing the, <laughs> the sim healing the symptoms instead of healing the individual as well i think that's, that's a huge yeah it's a symptom it's a symptom container that's what it is a lot of times oftentimes it really is oftentimes a symptom container yeah and yeah, yeah. and yeah, but, uh, that's, you know whether that's a good or bad about the is... reflexology there i had a i had a woman bring her kid into me one time this young guy he was like it's like seven eight years old and he he would they they were treating him you know they had him on medication and he had this a lot of anxiety you know he's a really really smart kid he had to pass every test he had a lot of, he was, wasn't sleeping so she brought him in to see me she was in the room with him we started talking. I had him get on the table and the kid started crying. He was all nervous about the, he didn't know what massage was all about. And he was going to leave. His mother talked him into getting on the table. He got on the table and I just, for some reason, I felt I got to go to this guy's feet. I got to work on this guy's feet a little bit. I worked on this kid's feet for two and a half minutes and he was snoring like a truck driver on the table, out like a light, snoring. His mother's sitting over there in the chair, tears coming down her cheeks. She couldn't believe this kid fell asleep in two and a half minutes on the table after being so stressed about anticipating the experience of it. And as soon That's as we got up off the table, he said, when can I come back? Unbelievable. That there is it is. Story. That is a true story. 
Wow. Yeah, that's that's real time difference making right there, folks. Boom. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for yes, sharing that. Thanks, Thank you for being here. Thank you for what you do. And yeah, and thanks um, for having us on Sunday, man. We can't wait. My pleasure. Thank you guys for doing what you do. And thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on here to uh, represent the school and, and talk about what we do. I really appreciate it. It was a good time. It was nice meeting you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Check us out. Uh, check out the, the wellness fair, June 4th, 14 computer drive West. That's West. That's right. 10 o'clock. That's well, right. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please come out Sunday to the fair. Uh, it's going to be awesome, man. You know, get your tarot read, which I'm going to, I'm going to get myself a reading too, but uh, got to make sure uh, I do that while I'm there. <laughs> but uh, until next week, man, get well, be safe, stay above. Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple podcast, you can share rate review and even subscribe. So you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show. Follow us on social media, share the content, share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.